Uh, welcome to It's a Dog's Life. I'm Brian Dickerson with Canine Hemp Solutions. And joining me this week is Dr. Van Roppo. Uh Dennis is a vet that uh, I've used with my horses, my dogs for many years. Uh, very well-respected veterinarian in Southwest Florida. Unfortunately for us animal lovers, he is retired. So, Doc, you've been in that down here in Southwest Florida for many years. How long have you been in Southwest Florida? We moved down here in 1976. And before that, what are you Uh In the Midwest, in uh, uh, Iowa and Illinois. And then, uh, so where did you go to vet school? Iowa State University. And what did your practice focus on? Uh, mixed practice in general. Cows and horses for the large part, uh, dogs and cats uh, for the small animal side. Well, you've worked on many of my dogs, worked my horses at Calas and anything, and whenever you've came out, it always tells stories about, about all the different types of cows and horses you've worked on. And you just give a little background on what your practice has been over the years, kind of seen veterinary medicine maybe change a little bit, and what the benefits of it maybe be a holistic approach is in the veterinary world. Uh, actually, veterinary medicine has changed a lot, and especially in the last 20 years uh, with the internet, it's made a it made a huge difference in uh, the way the clients uh, view the veterinarian and what they think they can view themselves. Also, I got a little frustrated with conventional veterinary medicine, and I actually took an acupuncture course in uh, 2000, and it was really uh, eye-opening as far as what you can do without pharmaceuticals. What have you seen that you could do to animals without the use of pharmacy? What does that benefit? There's a couple of different things. Uh, I used herbals and acupuncture for the first few years. And just before I retired, the use of um, the hemp products, hemp flavoring, uh, came into use. And I've seen some remarkable results from that. And from your experience with the dogs, has the veterinary medicine practice changed over the years as far as treatment of the, the dogs? Uh, yes, I, I think uh, many people are going to, to be more natural treatments. I see, I see a lot more acupuncture being used and other holistic uh, medicine. And unfortunately, what, you retired December of 2021, correct? Yes. All right. So now are you just out enjoying life? It, yes. But you're, you're still available for me sometimes on calls when we have emergency issues out at the, the ranch with the cattle and the horses. Absolutely. So I want to go and talk to story about uh, Rosita. Um, that's a dog we rescued, the German Shepherd we rescued out of Texas, fall of 2021. For you that don't know that, it's on our website. You can go to caninehemsolutions.com. The Rosita story is there. Pictures we're going to be talking about her online. And she was rescued in uh, September. She had a fractured neck. Didn't that look good? The vet uh, basically gave us a forecast that she'd probably live 30 to 60 months because of her heart condition. She had really bad heartworms and her heart was swollen. I'll put it that way. I'll let Doc talk about his view of it. And the vet basically said, give the dog grim at all and let the dog just pass peacefully. Uh, she'll probably pass in the next 30 to 60 days because of the heart condition. We brought her back to Florida 
Um, October 9th, she started getting the hip flavin. One had her built micrograms in the morning and at night. And there's a video on the website that shows her on December, I think, 22nd, jumping and running. And from that, I sent that to the veterinarian in Dallas, showing him how well she was doing. And instead of him being happy about it, he called me and scolded me for letting the dog run and that the dog would probably die for me allowing her to run and I need to get an x-ray. So like I normally do, I probably text a doc late at night and said I need to get an x-ray tomorrow morning of this German Shepherd. He accommodated. He met us at the vet clinic the next day. We got the x-ray. Doc, why don't you tell the audience what you saw and what you believe to be beneficial? Well, as far as radiographically, the lungs showed many opacities throughout the lung field. We compared radiographs from Texas and the one that we took that day, and you could see um, a remarkable change in the shape of the heart from a more rounded appearance to more normal heart-shaped appearance. This dog was very hard to even handle. Uh, we were lucky to get the radiograph, which I was happy that we did without having sedation. But she was very thin. Uh, skin was very dry. Her hair coat was dull. And uh, she had a bad cough, which went along with the heart lung. And today she's, I think at that point in time, she's 47 pounds. Today she's in six pounds. She's an active dog, and she gets the hemp flat in daily. And her last checkup was that she doesn't have any heartworms at all. And of course, that's not you doing the checkup; that's your current all the office doing the checkup. But yes, you've retired, and so the new vets are taking care of her now. Do you attribute, from your knowledge of holistic medicine, and you're seeing a change of the practices that the hemp flat and hemp can be the beneficial part of that, and Maybe something people want to try instead of just pharmaceutical drugs. Absolutely, I, I think. I, I think that as far as we, as far as I know, these drugs are a lot safer and in many cases more effective than the conventional pharmaceuticals. We really didn't talk about this, but when you're looking at whether it's a natural medicine or uh, even a pharmaceutical. Tell the audience, what's the term as far as bioavailability? What does that mean as far as when you're using any type of treatment medication on an animal? Yeah, it's, it's what, the, what the body can actually utilize. For example, you can have a product that's 90% uh, active ingredient, but if only 5% of it can be absorbed, it's, it's almost immaterial, the amount that you're getting. So that makes a difference when people are being prescribed or using milligrams versus micrograms. Right, exactly. And so with the health lab, we're looking at 100 micrograms, not milligrams. So that really shows how good the bioavailability is. Exactly, exactly. The doc also had the occasion, um, we had a horse twister on the ranch that was out there that had a horrific wound, gashed to the shoulder. And in Huber's all about uh, at April 2nd, 2000, morning. I'm sure you recall that because that was an ugly gash. Yes. The wound was about 18 inches long, I would say, right over the shoulder. The, the wound was gaping about six to eight inches wide. 
We were able to uh, pull the wound together, but unfortunately, as happens in a lot of cases with gaping wounds, they, they dehiss, which it opened up. So anyway, we ended up treating it as an open wound, and Brian was using his face uh, and the hemp flavin orally. Over time, I don't know how many months that took, but it was several months, but it, it, it finally healed with just a nice scar. Yeah, we got to, it was in April and July, we had him healing and looking really healthy. And if you recall, Doc, that's when we discovered in his shoulder he had the fragments. And that's when we had to go back in in July and actually pull those fragments out. Yes, we, we were able to scrape some of those fragments out with the horse standing. I had called a referral clinic to see if, um, you know, if it would be beneficial, you know, for having an orthopedic surgeon remove the rest of the fragments. And they said as, as being uh, close to the shoulder joint or into the joint, they didn't think that would be sensible to do. And then the wound, how it looks, literally four months afterwards, he healed and he was up and brought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made a, a remarkable recovery. Because see, this horse was very sore for, for the first couple months. And then the ironic thing that we found out is when we were working on the heels, we found out that you actually worked on that horse and ended up being like five or six years beforehand for a wound it had on its right rear leg. Yes, I, I didn't realize this was the same horse that uh, we had sutured a, a, a gash on the, on the leg near the uh, ankle. It just turned out that this horse ended up at Brian's. He was just really, really bad for the farrier to uh, to pick up the feet. He just he just would absolutely refuse and fight. So we would end up having to come to Brian's every six weeks and profoundly tranquilize this horse to do the feet. But Brian found after several months of this that. If he gave the horse hemp flavin, and I don't remember the dose, Brian, but and it'd be an 1800 micrograms, like 45 minutes before the farrier got there, that he could do this horse even better than being tranquilized because the, the horse is unstable when he's tranquilized and he's trying to lay, lay on the farrier as well. So this was far superior to the tranquilizer. And if I recall, even though he was only about a thousand pound appendix horse, you were giving him, I thought it was close to like a 2,000 pound dose because he was so wired. Yeah, yeah, we would have to give him a max dose in order to get him sedate. And the problem we had, of course, is then after the ferry doing the work, we're having to hold up to about 45 minutes later here. <laughs> Just to make sure he was stable. And with the head flap, we were able to give that to him, like Doc said, 1,800 micrograms, 45 minutes beforehand. And to this day, every six weeks, all we have to do is give him the hip flap. And now we're just down to 900 micrograms. He gets to that. And with that literally in that right leg, you just go with that left leg up. He just cannot put that pressure on there without the hip flap or without some type of sedation. Just, I guess, Doc, I'm making this a self and you can tell everybody. I'm assuming not using sedation every month is probably better on the horse. Yeah, like there's always always risk whenever you give any medication, but it, it's so much better to just give this oral uh, hemp flavin and not have the uh, the side effects of the tranquilizer with the um, instability of the horse while the fairy is trying to work on. 
And so there was uh, another dog that you're aware of uh, that we brought into your uh, facility. Uh, I ended up rescuing her uh, after well, Big Cypress German Shepherd made the initial rescue um, out of Dade County. And Lily was her foster parent. And they used the hemp flavin, a spray, and the hemp flavin orally. And that's Cesaro, the one that had literally no air, no nothing on her body. We got her back to working, and then once we took over January 3rd, again, you're retired then, but you bought a tear tub to look at her, and you did it, and what, what can you make a comment about Zara? She she was a mess to look at her um, skin, uh, very red. Uh, you could tell she'd been itching a lot, hair loss, but she made a remarkable, remarkable recovery within Months, two weeks, yes, within four weeks. Unbelievable, the hair, the new hair growth and the quality of the hair. And again, you've been, you practiced for a long time. 1970, graduated Iowa State, right? Yes, sir. And all in your year, that's a pretty good recovery, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yes, yes, because, it, you know, in the past, we probably wouldn't do medicated baths and a lot of steroids. To, to try to, to try to get some results, but this was a this was an excellent response uh, to the natural product. And steroids are a common commonly used for the horses, for the dogs. What are the negative attributes that you have to deal with with the steroids? You can end up with uh, metabolic disorders in in both species. Uh, Laminitis is has been incriminated in horses that receive a lot of uh, dexamethasone. So if if it, if you can use something as an alternative to steroids and it's going to be as beneficial, it would be recommended. As beneficial without the side effects. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Okay. So then you've seen it work on the animals. Not saying you're up in the years, but you get, you did graduate 19 Saturday. You've, you've gained some soreness and some muscle aches and some arthritis over the years yourself. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Brian was kind enough to uh, give me a sample of the hemp flavin. And I had been kicked a few years ago in the knee. Nothing broken, but it just ached for forever. It just The pain just wouldn't go away. In fact, there's still bruising in the skin from where, where the horse kicked me. But after about two months on that hemp flavor, that pain went away. Have have chronic shoulder pain. Uh, for one, one was operated on, the other one wasn't. But um, they they do much better when I'm on the hemp flavor. And I was taking it daily, uh, but now I'm down to once a week, uh, twice a week at the most. And it still gives you that benefit. Yes, sir. From because we, we encounter that with the dogs and the horse to the spars and the kid in that maintenance dose. And the clinical study that was used on humans, they were using it every day. But then after 30 to 60 days, they can get down to one every other day and once every third day. Um, how, how does that happen from like a, a biologist? I really don't have a good answer for that. Uh, but there seems to be uh, with a lot of our medications that we that if you do a loading dose and kind of get things quieted down, then in a maintenance dose is all that's required to uh, uh, continue the the therapy. Okay. So 
along the same lines that you, you take it every day and it gets built up, the flavonoids get built up. And then once your body's used to it, then you can normally get down to a maintenance dose. Yes, sir. I'll just say this, Doc, is there anything else you have as far as experience-wise you'd like to share with the audience? It's a dog's life, so it's about dogs and taking care of your dogs. From food to anything else, what would you recommend that the dog owner do to better care for their dog? Well, I think at least an annual veterinary examination and, and whatever uh, routine vaccines are due and, and, and testing as far as uh, fecal exams, heartworm checks, et cetera. Uh, but good nutrition is absolutely essential. And that, especially the, the aged animals, I think these um, hemp flavin products are going to be a big attribute. There's a lot of discussion out there about the, uh, the foods, the grains that are available, the, the wow. grain-free type foods. Do you have any experience or any knowledge to bestow upon the people as far as what's good and what's not good? The fresh foods, the homemade diets actually can be very beneficial. The, the veterinarian medicine international meeting in Orlando and there was a gentleman that gave a talk there, and uh, he said that was the only way to go was with the, uh, the, f the fresh diet. And is that something you think is a beneficial? I, I, think, I think the less processing that you have, the better off you are. I think we all see that as human beings. The less processed food that you have, the better off you are. And I think that's right. He's, he's going fresh. But he showed some some really great examples of some dogs with the uh, uh, degenerative um, disc disease, just with diet and acupuncture that uh, he was able to uh, to bring back around that, that, that appeared to be hopeless uh, to other veterinarians before he saw the animals. And the other thing we have as far as a product is that natural hemp pulp that we, that's like in the horse pellets, but we put in all the dog's food. That is that hemp plant that is put in a head mill and then put in a knife mill and we put it right along the actual food. That is what from like the Cornell University study doc that was talking about how CBDA, that natural flavonoid, the natural cannabinoid mixtures do it. Is that something that would fall into line with that natural food type diet? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the one you've seen Lucy before at the ranch, the uh, catahoula, the, the leopard catahoula. And... She was a dog that we didn't know if we were going to be able to keep because her joints were bad when she was getting older. She had two knee surgeries. But once she started on that with the hemp flavin, you've seen her run. And you wouldn't think that's a 10-year-old dog. No, no. She, she's made a remarkable recovery since those surgeries and then on this product. All right, Doc. Anything else? Any other wisdom to pass on? I think I've retired. You're retired? So I think everybody, one thing to take apart or take away from this is just be open-minded with what you're doing with your dogs. I think a lot of people that listen to this podcast are those type of people that are looking for the alternatives, looking for products that will help the dog naturally versus just always going the medication route. Uh, acupuncture, there's all kinds of things out there that can be available for your animals or your dogs. And as Dr. Van Roepel said, he's seen a change in 70 years. He's seen the good, the bad, but uh, he has seen the benefit of hemp flat on the head. And so go on to K9HempSolutions.com and definitely 
look at the products on there, the stories, look at the videos, a similar story on the video with Don Sanders and his dog, Luke. One of the videos is Luke Bannett was 10 years old lab that they were having to make that tough decision. He was put on the hip pulp and the hip flattering. And in that video, he's 12 and a half duck hunting again. So one thing that I just give uh, a note out to Don Sanders, unfortunately, we just learned Luke passed away this week. Bye, Don. It is a great thing to see those dogs with. So thank you for joining us for this edition of The Dogs Live. You can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.